I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Canto Bite Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and I'm back from vacation. Yay! Yay! And joining me today, as always, is my friend Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I am good. Did you have a good vacation? Oh, it was great. It went by so fast, though. It literally felt like I got. I arrived back um, on Friday night, and I was walking like through the airport, and I'm like, God, I feel like I was like just here yesterday. Vacation always goes too fast. It does, especially when you're at Disney. It's like you're on crack for like seven days, and then like, <laughs> then you get back, and it's like you're recovering. But I don't know. It was a fun trip. They decorated the whole place with like Christmas decorations, so I have like 50 fi- pictures of trees in each park. <laughs> Like, I swear, like, every park would be like, I want to take a picture with the tree. My sister's like, Brittany, you have enough pictures. And I'm like, no, I don't. But I don't know. It was a good trip. I have a lot of good information about Star Wars stuff. So I can't wait to get into that. Sweet. I know. But uh, how was your week? Um, It was good. It was pretty uneventful. I didn't really do anything. I'm trying to think if I did anything at all. Oh, not really. I read a lot and I watched some TV and that was about it. Some good TV. That's good. That sounds fun. Well, I don't know if it was good. (laughs) I've been watching this new new, uh, German sci-fi show on Netflix and it's called Dark. I have no idea what's going on in it. I am like two episodes in. It is deeply confusing. I don't even know if I like it. I can't tell half the characters apart. Because <laughs> there's, there's this whole like family drama going on. And every time I watch, and like for the first two episodes so far, I can't figure out who's related to who, how. But it's good. Maybe you should watch it if you like weird sci fi time travel kidnapped children drama. I will say this. I don't know if it's how Netflix is set or how my Netflix is set, but they have it. At least when I played it, it automatically started with English language dubbing. <laughs> turn it, turn it to German and have subtitles on because dubbing is the worst. Oh my God. It's so distracting. I don't understand how anyone can watch that way. Mm. Having lips and sound not match up is 
is impossible for me. That's all I can think about the entire time that I'm watching it. So is it dark? Like, is it a dark show? I mean, it involved, like, so, I mean, you see, like, some murdered kids and stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, it's set in, like, this small town in Germany, and there's uh, been some disappearances, and they sort of mirror a disappearance that happened, like, a few decades earlier. And then there's some very confusing, weird time travel stuff. Is this a show that people keep comparing to Stranger Things? Um, I'm going to say almost certainly. I haven't read anything about the show. I haven't like read what people are saying about it, but I was thinking about Stranger Things while I watched it. Oh, okay. Then shit, I'll definitely check it out. But that sounds like you had a you know good week watching some TV and no Star Wars news. <laughs> Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess I didn't do anything Star Wars-y, though, which is what our podcast is about. Yeah. Oh, did you see the picture of the the fathier? I saw the picture of the stuffed animal one. Dude, I want it. I think it's freaky looking. I love it. I, I, it looks like a horse, and, like, that hits so close to home to me because, like, I used to, when I had my giant stuffed animal collection, like, I, there were, I had, like, a whole shelf, and, like, each sel- shelf was, like, divided. Like, one of them was, like, actual beanie babies. Like, one was dogs, one was, ca- was cats, and then, like, a whole shelf of, like, horses, and that just reminded me of, like, all the horses I used to have, and I'm like, this would be a fine addition to my collection. See, I really liked the space horse that like when we seen it in the behind the scenes photos and stuff mm-hmm. but i thought the stuffed animal version was creepy looking because its legs were too long and it freaked me out <laughs> god uh, on friday i was walking around um disney springs which is basically like where all like the disney stores and places are and i would walk into all the star wars shops and show them a picture and be like have you seen this <laughs> where is this and all of them were like what the hell is that? I think Lady was like, what is that thing? Is that a horse? And I'm like, yeah, it's like a space horse. And she like was like, oh my God, this looks really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I was like explaining to her like what it was called. Obviously, it's from the new movie. But I was trying to find like Ewoks too. They only have, because I, I think I'm like just like collecting Star Wars stuffed animals now. I think that's like what I want to do with my life. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you can do that like for a living but I mean it's my hobby because you know how people like collect like the action figures the Funko Pops like I think I found like my calling because you know how you know listen to podcasts and talk about oh you know I got this black series thing I'm gonna be like I got my stuffed animal pork today I mean that's basically already what you do you're just gonna expand it outside of porks I know. So, yeah, I'm excited to announce that. But, yeah, the parks, uh, they had this, like, cute little Ewok. And I was really mad because I saw that someone had posted at Disneyland that they have, like, this, like, polka-dotted Ewok. And I was literally running all over the place showing people this picture, being like, have you seen this? And they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, no, he sold out. And I'm like, dang it, I really wanted it. And, like, I was, like, trying to adopt something. It was really funny. No, I kind of want to stick a picture of it onto the um, the Steel Wars Have You Seen Him sticker. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Steel, he had his uh, show in L.A. last night with uh, Sam Witwer, who plays uh, Maul and a bunch of other characters. And 
I was like really bummed out that I couldn't go because I had to work and I couldn't request it off because I already requested off like the whole week basically because I was at the magical world of Disney. But basically what happened was that I like got really drunk for like just no reason and played Battlefront and I swear to God I had never gotten that drunk before. A couple weeks ago I was talking about like that weird drink I made like with like Orange Crush and like Sorbet Vodka. Uh Uh-huh. There was like half of it, like a little less than half of it left, and I drank it all. Uh, you like half a bottle of vodka? Yeah. Okay, that's. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a lot of vodka. I swear to God, like I I felt awful this morning. Like I think I don't think I've ever had a hangover before, but I feel like today, like I was definitely hungover. Like I was walking around Costco, like getting my Christmas tree, and I was like wearing my sunglasses inside because I'm like I cannot take the sunlight or anything. But yeah, but playing Battlefront when you're drunk is fun. I mean, oh yeah, I got Battlefront. I have it on two consoles because I'm crazy. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, like, good game. Multiplayer kind of sucks because I suck, so everyone just kills me. But some plants are really cool. Like on Kashyyyk, you can just like look at the animals and everything. And they have chickens. And I was like running around naming all the chickens. And then shout out to Justin Rashad from Will Communication because we were playing together and it was fun they're awesome guys so go them basically i want a star wars game where you just walk around and look at animals that's that's what i want i don't want killing people or being killed or multiplayer because i don't want to interact with people i just want i just want to wander around and go to different planets and look at all the the Star Wars animals and make friends with them. So it's like an Animal Crossing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could have like, you could have some sort of plot. Like there could be some RPG elements where like maybe you, maybe the Empire is going to destroy a planet and you have to save the animals <laughs> or some other animal related storyline. Oh my God. That's perfect. Or you could like go and just hang out with the Ewoks. <laughs> Not not do anything, but like just hang out with them. Yeah, I. It's a beautiful game, like it really is, and the graphics are great. Like I just want to interact with the animals, and like I want to know all their names. Like I name them, but I want to know like what they are. Like I wish like there's a little thing being like this is a porg. Porgs like to eat bread, popsicles, or no, no, it's just naming things. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. Bread and popsicles, that is the pork diet. <laughs> it makes them chunky and cute. Oh, man. But, yeah, again, not really a lot of Star Wars news this week. Um, everyone was kind of doing their uh, live interviews on, like, Jimmy Kimmel, different places. So, that was fun. Watching some of that because we saw some familiar faces. <laughs> Yeah, that was it was fun. The Kimmel thing. Um, if you have anybody hasn't seen it, you should check it out. It's pretty good. It is. I love seeing like the whole cast together too. Like they're all just they all seem like they're actually friends and they get along. Like they do like little pranks with each other. And then poor like Adam Driver just looks like so nervous. And like there's a scene where like Daisy's like checking up on him and being like, "Hey, are you okay, Adam?" And it's really cute. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very obvious that he 
doesn't like the press junket portion of his job. Poor guy. I just want to give him a hug. So we don't really have news, but I have some cool, interesting things about, or I have some cool uh, information about Galaxy's Edge. All right. I will be the judge of whether this is cool or not, but go ahead. Okay. stress 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 but okay emily i sent you like a bunch of pictures yes i see them so um one of the pictures so this is like to the entrance of hollywood studios which one is one of the parks at disney so it's really interesting because like while i was in the park i was like taking pictures in the construction and the security person like approached me because he thought i was trying to get into like a cast member entrance like to take pictures and he was like okay, whatever you're doing, you need to stop, delete any pictures that you've taken. And I was like showing him, I'm like, hey, like, is this okay to have? And he's like, oh yeah, that's fine. He's like, I just thought you were going inside there to take pictures. So this guy just started like telling me like a bunch of really interesting things about um, Galaxy's Edge. He probably shouldn't have told me, but whatever. (laughs) But no, he was really cool. He was like, I saw on his his, uh, Disney badge, he was like from like California. So like we were talking about that too. And, you know, basically just everything Galaxy's Edge. So you're the very first picture you see, uh, the first two ones, when you are driving into Hollywood Studios, they're building the Falcon. Like that's the Falcon that they're building. Like the first thing you see, that's the Falcon. Okay. So that's what he was telling me. He's like, yeah, you know, you can kind of see like the designs, which is really cool. And then another picture I showed, uh, that's going to be one of the rides. Like they're kind of building like the interior and basically like the outside because it's obviously like you're going to be inside during the ride and they make it look like it's they make it look, you know how they do it where it makes it look like it's small, but there's like a lot of shit inside. Mm-hmm. That's basically what they're doing. And he was telling me that this ride, well, I just want to say first that, you know, this is this guy's information. This isn't 100%, yada, yada, yada. This is just what someone was telling me. I don't want to get in trouble. But there's going to be like this ride where you're on a ship, not the Falcon, but like a ship. And it's going to be like you're going against like people. It's like you're going to be shooting other ships or something. So it's going to be like a ride like that. Kind of like Star Tours, but not. Except it's like going to be like really interactive. Oh, that's cool. So... That was cool finding that out. And I sent you another picture, which that's like across the street. So basically, like they're doing the construction for Galaxy's Edge. And then uh, across the street, that's where they're putting the hotel. The Star Wars. Oh, okay, The big. big, Yeah. Yeah. So what they're doing is, let's see. I sent you a picture of like, you know how like the Disney parks, they have like, this is what's coming in 2019 or something. Yeah, just like the the, the like the mock up drawings yeah. and stuff. So this person was telling me that okay, so when you're looking at that poster, you're going to see a bridge. Do you see that picture of the bridge that I circled? Yeah. So that bridge is going to be connected, but like, connecting the park to the hotel. So you'll be able oh, that's to access because at or at um California Adventure they have a hotel that basically like connects to the park like that I forget what that hotel's called like the Grand Californian or something it's like this like a cabin themed 
deluxe hotel, which is really cute. And they connect it to the park. So like you enter it through like just like a separate entry, like not the actual park entrance, but like in the like the middle of the park. And that's what they're going to do with mm-hmm. the Galaxy's Edge, which I thought was really cool. And just another picture I sent was um, construction from inside the park. And then another picture is the entrance of Galaxy's Edge. Like they already have like most of it set up. So, but the thing that's weird is that they have the entrance to Galaxy's Edge, but behind that, that's where Star Tours is. And they have this like big at-at and they have a place where you can take a picture on Endor Speeder. So I'm interested to see like how they're going to do all that. Like, I just think that's weird because like they're having a whole Star Wars land and here's a Star Wars ride, not in Star Wars land. Yeah, that is, it's strange they didn't like annex that in. Yeah. Another one was just like the big map on a remote outpost planet. New adventure awaits. And then the next one is there was like a little display of what Galaxy's Edge is going to look like. And there's this like little Walt Disney Museum that you go into. And uh, it's like, you know, just describing Walt, like showing little display things of like, you know, the park and Walt's ideas. And there's like a little room where you can take a picture with Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy and like where you can like watch like sneak peeks of movies. Like they had the sneak peek of Coco, which looks really good and I really want to see it. But they had like a little display of Galaxy's Edge. And I thought at first that this is the whole thing. But they couldn't fit the whole thing in there because that's how big it is. So this is like less than one fourth of what Galaxy's Edge is going to be. Okay, wow. I know, but this place is going to be fucking huge. They got rid of three rides just to put Galaxy's Edge there. Like, these rides were, like, pretty big. One of them was, like, uh, you, like, sit in the audience and, like, a bunch of cars do some shit. Another one was, like, a back tour lot where you could look at uh, just, like, backstage Disney shit. And then they got rid of, like, this, like, ride where you sit down. It's kind of like Universal Studios where they have, like that backstage lot kind of thing but yeah. it's like you look at you look at old movies and everything they got rid of that well actually scratch that that's just for a random disney mickey mouse ride they're doing but yeah they got rid of a lot of space just for galaxy's edge and i've come to the conclusion that this is going to be so much bigger than disneyland's galaxy edge and i was talking to a lot of cast members and they a hundred percent doubt that they're gonna finish this in time like they're gonna at least finish this by the end of 2019 or 2020 at the latest because of how big this is gonna be Hmm. i wonder if it's a thing where like they have a plan of you know like a certain amount of stuff will be like enough stuff will be finished for them to open and then it'll be like other stuff will be coming later i don't know well that's that's what i thought they're gonna do with pandora land at um animal kingdom Because they have, like, this whole area, like, themed for James Cameron's Avatar movie, which is shit. I'll get into that later. It still seems ridiculous to me, but whatever. I went there, and I'll give my quick review later. But, um, yeah, because a lot of cast members are saying that Avatar Land was supposed to be finished in, like, early 2017. But they were taking their sweet, sweet time, and they didn't finish it until, like, the summer. So they say that basically looking at the Imagineers and, you know, what they're doing, they 100% doubt that this is going to finish on time, which, you know, I totally agree because looking at the construction here versus Disneyland, a place that I go, uh, like a lot, they've done so much more with the construction 
at Disneyland versus here. Like, it just doesn't look like a lot. But I don't know. It still looks good. I mean, they were talking about uh, Hollywood Studios. Like, they don't really have a lot of quick service food and beverage places there. Like, they have a lot of, like, eat here and it's going to cost you $34 a meal. So they're going to have a lot of like really cheap places to get food and which will be really cool because, you know, you'll be able to sit down and interact with like a bunch of Star Wars things. Like I forget what the planet was called, though. Batu or something. Something like that. I should know because uh, on Star Tours, you um, when you're like finished with like the adventure, you land on Batu. But yeah, and then I rode Star Tours like. 30 times because <laughs> my sister was at work one of the days. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to Hollywood Studios, you know, talk to some people, go on Star Tours. There's like eight different versions of Star Tours that you can go on, which is a lot. And I'm pretty sure that went all of them. But Crate is fucking beautiful. That's cool. Yeah. Like you arrive on the planet and you hear like the crystal foxes running like they just the way they run and they sound like crystals. Then you go into the cave like, you know, the cave in the trailer where Chewbacca and the Porg and the Porg is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go into that cave and then you go out of the cave because uh, TIE fighters are shooting at you. And you see basically that scene with the gorilla walkers. They sound like gorillas, too. Which is really interesting. They sound, and then you see the at ats, and then you see this like big track. And it's not like a tractor beam, but it's like one of those things. It's like it's hard to explain, but it just looks like a really big weapon that could like easily kill ships and people. Huh. Okay. I wish I was good at like naming shit, but yeah, that was really weird. And then, so like while you're on the ride. The person's like, there's a rebel spy on this ship. We need to capture it. And basically, like, you're escaping. So either Kylo Ren comes up and says, there's a rebel spy. He or she needs to be removed or killed or something. And then they show the person. And then, like, you go to Jakku or you go to one planet. And then you go off into space. And then three characters come to you and say... or. Like, it's, like, three different scenarios. So, like, a character can go up to you and say, hey, we need your help. The Rebellion needs you. BB-8, Maz, or Poe can come to you. Poe is, like, 3PO-R2, what are you guys doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Help the, help the resistance. And then BB-8 just beeps. And then Maz. Maz, it's interesting because it's, like, it shows her, like, a hologram of her, like, shooting shit. And then she's, like, oh, the Resistant needs you. Yada, yada, yada. You need to help us. And 3PO's, like, oh, okay. I guess that's fine. And then she goes off into, like, a jetpack. Huh. I know, right? Like, I saw that. And I'm, like, this is interesting. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not crazy about the jetpacks. <laughs> she looked cute, though, going off a little jetpack. I wonder, like, what she was doing because she was, like, shooting people. So maybe she fights in The Last Jedi. Is that, like, a – I feel like that's, like, a weird assumption that I'm making. But seeing that is making me think, like, God, like, she must have some part in this movie. Or this is just a little thing that they added for the ride just to make it look cool. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, when you're on Crate, you see Poe come up and he's like, Star Tours, glad you made it. And, you know, you're basically, you know, shooting, getting your way through a crate. And then Hux comes on the screen and he's like, Star Tours, you shouldn't have come. And then he's like, execute them. <laughs> and it's really cool. Oh, but yeah, it was a good ride. I mean, like, 
Batu, the planet for Star Wars land, looks really cool. Like it just looks like it really looks like a Star Wars planet. And I'm smiling as I'm talking about it because I'm really excited. Oh, that's so great! I'm glad to I hear know. that. I know, but yeah, that was my trip to Disney. And by the way, Pandora Land sucks. Avoid it. Just don't go. I don't get why people are wasting their fucking time waiting in two-hour lines to ride this Avatar-themed river ride and this ride where you're on this creature and you're flying through avatar land or pandora i think what it's called like it it's stupid that they have that there because animal kingdom the whole point of animal kingdom is you know animal conservation like you have some rides too not james cameron and his bullshit come on disney (sighs) yeah fuck james cameron and fuck those movies like it's beautiful. Like I got some like really nice pictures of like what it is, but it's just so fucking crowded because everyone's like, "Oh, this is really cool. Like this is new. We need to go to this." But I'm pretty sure that when Galaxy's Edge comes, like that place is going to be empty, or it'll be a bunch of people like going to Galaxy's Edge and being like, "This is too fucking crowded," and then going to Pandora. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, okay, park fun time with sister but it was really funny because um when I first got there we were like driving around like finding places to eat and um I was talking on the phone with her boyfriend giving her shit or giving him shit because he doesn't listen to our podcast you know just jokingly and I'm like what's my podcast even called and he's like all right, I know it. I know. I'm like, what's it called, Ryan? And he's like, your podcast is called Two Girls, One Pod. (laughs) My sister thought that was the name of our podcast and went around and told all of her friends, like everyone. Like, she's like, Brittany, you don't understand. Like, I would go to parties and I'd tell everyone that my sister does a podcast called Two Girls, One Pod. And my sister's boyfriend was like, yeah, I was like really worried. He's like, why would you name your podcast after a porno thing? I mean, first of all, that has to exist as a podcast. (laughs) Here, let me look it up. I mean, I know, I know, uh, Australian comedian and podcaster will anderson has one called two guys one cup which is about because it's like a um i think aussie rules football podcast they do but i mean i feel like there's got to be many podcasts that have variations on that title I don't see anything called Two Girls, One Pod. So if we ever need to change our podcast name or if Canto Bite really sucks, then we can change it to Two I, Girls. Like, where did that even come from? That's what I'm so <laughs> bad at. Like, Rusty. I see. <laughs> we were like talking about the podcast and he's like, oh, like, who's your co-host? And I was like, oh, you know, Emily Lind. And he's like, yeah, you guys, his podcast name could be Two Girls, One Pod. And he was like starting to sing like little like theme songs for our podcast. He'd be like, da-da-da, two girls, one pod, da-da-da. <laughs> uh, but I still can't believe that like people or my sister's friends are going to be like, so you do this podcast called Two Girls, One Pod. <sighs> I mean, especially for a Star Wars podcast. That's a terrible title, you know. Moral of the story, our podcast name is not Two Girls, One Pod. It's called The Canto by Dispatch. 
that's it <laughs> that's it yeah that was my star wars news emily did you enjoy it yes it was good yes i'm excited for the galaxy's edge even though i'm not gonna go You'll have to go because if uh, Star Wars Celebration is in Anaheim, I'm like making all of us go to the park because. Oh, God, it's going to be so fucking crowded. Well, yes and no. Hopefully by then I will master the fast pass system at Disneyland. I feel like they're going to change their fast pass system by then because I've kind of mastered the one in Orlando. But. Basically, you know, you go on this app and that's how you get fast passes. You can like kind of try and like manipulate the system kind of work sometimes kind of doesn't. But I feel like I'll figure that out. I think I might try to renew my pass and just see how everything is there because Disneyland gets really crowded. But also, I think that if they have celebration in Anaheim, they're going to have what they had in Orlando, which was called like the Galactic Nights. So basically, you know, the park is like ours for, you know, that whole night from like six o'clock to midnight and you do a bunch of Star Wars shit. And I think that'd be really cool to do. Like, you know, everyone going to the park, like it's so it's not like too crowded. So we can still like do like Disney stuff, like go on the Matterhorn, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, like all the Original fun Disney stuff. Oh, and Autopia. You always have to do Autotopia. That's a good one. What what is that? It's like you're on the cars and it's it's in Tomorrowland. You just like ride around in a car and it's fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's not it's not the most exciting description of a ride. It's just ever. fun though. It's like it's just like the experience. You've never been to Disney, right? I mean I've been in I've been in cars. I've been to Disney World when I was like nine. My grandparents took us, but oh, that sounds fun. Did you go to all the parks or just uh, Magic Kingdom? We did Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Oh, Epcot's good. But I got really sick on the day we went to Epcot, so I went back to the hotel and went to bed because I had like a terrible sore throat. So I missed all of Epcot. Aww. Well, I think as a kid, you were probably fine. Because, I don't know, I, I, I don't think that Epcot is, like, really meant for kids. Like, they have, like, kid rides and stuff. But the World Showcase is definitely something, like, for adults or that adults would really enjoy. Because, you know, you could look at the beautiful architecture. You can go into some shops, like, get some, uh, like, stuff from different countries. Eat and drink, which is what I did. I ate a lot, drank a lot. But that's cool. I wish I would have spent more time there. I spent all so much time at Magic Kingdom. Because we went to this like uh, Mickey's Christmas party. It's kind of like the Galactic Nights, but like everything's Christmas. Like we got a picture with the seven dwarves and that's like really rare for Disney. Like the seven dwarves are only in the park two times a year. Really? That seems weird. Yeah. Like I just was like, I want to take a picture with like the rarest character, like just something rare because you never see people with pictures with the seven dwarves. So my sister and I, we got matching shirts. We both there. She did my hair. So we looked like twins, even though we don't look anything alike, (laughs) but it was cute. Anyway, I I guess everyone's probably done with me talking about Disney. So we're going to talk about, oh my God, Last Jedi is coming soon. Ah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. When this episode drops, it will only be like six days away. It's fucking nuts. I can't believe it. That's insane. How is it almost time for The Last Jedi already? Like, it feels like yesterday when it was like 100 days away. Yeah. I don't... 
I'm very, I, I have, like, I'm at the point where I can't, like, I can't even get excited about it because I'm just, I'm to the point where I'm just going to be worried for the next two weeks, basically. Because mm. what if it's not good? I don't even want to know, like, what it's written on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, God, no. I don't even want to see any new scenes. Like, I've purposely not really watched a lot of, like, cast interviews because I just don't I don't want to know anything. I don't know why I'm so much more like this. Because Rogue One, I was like, all right, give me everything. I'll listen to all the podcasts. I don't care about spoilers. But this time, I'm like, do not tell me anything. I don't want to see any trailers. Like, I was kind of mad that I saw a new little TV spot with a porg because I did not want to see that until the theater because i would have cried laughing but yeah i did that made me annoyed i'm almost more annoyed of i hate being this person but the porg in the actual trailer looks so much different than the porg in the tv spots hmm do you notice that too no but i've been because i've been trying to avoid the tv spots like i saw some screen grabs but i wasn't really like looking at them because i noticed it was new stuff that i hadn't seen and i was like scroll 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 Mm -hmm. but i don't know anyone if you have anything to say about that or be like Brittany, it's okay let it go let it go then you know let it go but that's just weird it's like the movie hasn't even come out yet, and I'm already seeing like two different variants of porgs, or even though it's the same porg. Maybe you're crazy. I mean, you're probably right, but <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you are, but I'm just saying that's a possibility. <laughs> Do you know how many times during my vacation my sister's like, "You need help, Brittany." <laughs> uh- <laughs> oh God, but. I literally, like, booked a Disney vacation just to get my mind off of it. And then, of course, like, everywhere was, like, The Last Jedi. And everyone was asking, did you get your tickets to The Last Jedi? And I'm like, what do you think? I'm, like, wearing my Star Wars shirt, wearing my Star Wars hat. And I'm like, what do you think? (laughs) I'm excited. A little nervous. Trying not to think about it. I kind of have, like, final stuff going on right now. So I'm, like, trying to, like, focus on that. But... I think I'm doing a lot better than um, The Force Awakens because The Force Awakens, like, I was so set on that. I, like, failed, like, some class or, like, a class because I was just, like, <laughs> that's not The good. Force Awakens comes out. But, no, don't worry. I retook the class. I got a really good grade. Hell, yeah, Brittany. Education matters. Don't don't pull with me, guys. Yeah. Anyways, um, there was uh, Empire Magazine. Yes. This is what, okay. Like, so, pretty much, I've been avoiding any articles any interviews i haven't read anything except i saw this picture of dj (laughs) in empire magazine and i can't oh my god like i have it's weird because benicio del toro i've always really liked him as an actor but i've never been like particularly attracted to him or anything but for some reason, as DJ, I've noticed it a little bit in some of the stuff we saw earlier from DJ, but especially in this picture of him. And it's just him, like, at this, like, at one of those, like, sort of, like, circular, like, sofa-type things. And he's just, like, leaning back and he's got his arms out and he's in all black with a sort of scruffy-looking asshole. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God, I have such a crush on him now. It's going to be very bad. Um... <laughs> He's my new Star Wars crush, which I was not expecting. But 
<clears throat> there is this really cool quote from him from Empire. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, this character could come straight out of a Bob Dylan or Tom Waits song or even a Dostoevsky novel, says Del Toro in the new issue of Empire. He's like something out of Dickens. They have been There have been characters like him in all kinds of literature. He's like a knife. If you grab him by the blade, he'll cut you. If you grab him by the handle, he can be very, very useful. And oh I'm so fucking excited now. Um I don't, in particular, that like that he's like something out of a Bob Dylan song, which I, I mean, I'm such a huge Bob Dylan. Like, I have a Bob Dylan tattoo. So, oh, really? Yeah. Um, I have like, he has this cool like uh, tour emblem he uses, which is this sort of stylized, like, IF Horus looking thing. And so I have that tattooed right under my neck. But anyway, as soon as. I read that description. I'm like, oh, I think I know who this character is. Like it, it like it described him as something out of, of of Tom Waits or Dickens or Dylan. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited now for this character, who I think, and this is this is just guessing. This is not based on any spoilers because I don't read spoilers and I don't even really read other people's speculation. But I have a fairly strong suspicion he's going to be a bad dude not like we know he's like a slicer like sleazy guy but i think maybe he's going to turn out to like actually be working for the first order or something yeah i agree i feel like he's going to turn on them kind of like a lando but kind of not like it's going to be obvious that he's like on the opposing side but he's gonna like kind of like try to help and then he's gonna like fuck him over yeah, or maybe that's just what I want because I like bad guys better. Probably, but I don't know. It's a good picture of him. Gr- I kind of see why. Like, you think he, you think he's, you know, he's like just a little just- bit dirty looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, I don't like his hat. Okay, the hat's fucking stupid. I hope he's not wearing that much. <laughs> oh my god if you write erotic fan fiction about him you should add like uh, if he just tries to take off the hat and, <laughs> uh, and then they'll be like leave it <laughs> no the hat can definitely be the hat is not like the cape the hat can be taken off what's your favorite part about this outfit <sighs> he has a really cool fucking coat i'm really i really like coats like i'm not into clothes at all but if i see a nice coat i want it mm-hmm and I like I like the coat he has here. And he it appears as if he's wearing like fingerless gloves. Oh yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Which That's cool. it's such a fucking like hipster hobo thing, but I dig it. And I like the beard scruff. Uh, really into the beard scruff. Yeah, I like that too. He just looks like he's like ready to fuck or something. <laughs> no, he totally does. Ah. <laughs> uh. God, they did such a great job with, like, the wardrobe for this movie. And it hasn't even come out yet. Just, like, seeing all these pictures of everyone, you know, like, Holdo, like... Oh, my God. She is so beautiful. It's insane. I know. Dude, you should dye your hair that color of her hair. (sighs) Yeah. I should have thought of that earlier, though. Oh, what's it now? Did you dye it? It's blue and purple still, but I redid it, so it's a lot darker. Oh. And it'd be a huge pain in the ass to change it right now 
because I just dyed it last weekend. What do you use to dye your hair? Uh, I use a brand called Splat. <laughs> Splat. Yeah, but they do a lot of like really rich colors, and I like them. How often do you dye your hair? I'm only asking because I've never dyed my hair. I don't think I ever will because I don't know. I like I like being a redhead. <laughs> I do it when I get bored or when I want to change or if it like because I do like the like the wilder colors now. It tends to to fade pretty quickly, and it doesn't always fade evenly. So it'll have like streaks where it's where you can just see the bleached hair. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to touch it up a lot. I don't, I mean, I don't bleach it every time I dye it. Oh, I okay. only bleach it because, I mean, first of all, because I would completely destroy my hair, but also because I'm doing darker colors, it like the dark roots don't matter quite as much. But I only, I tend to, I only like bleach it, I don't know, every, I mean, I haven't bleached it for like four or five months and I probably won't bleach it again for another several, but or sometimes I get drunk and bored and do it. I mean, that's good. I can't imagine doing that drunk. Like, I could barely play Battlefront, like, belligerent drunk, but... Oh, no, I, like, fucking cut my hair drunk. Oh, wow. I mean, not, like, not, like, falling over drunk, but not, you know, sober. <laughs> and I just have the little electric clipper things, and I'm just like, nah, it's gonna be shorter. <laughs> it's gonna be shorter. Yeah, because I'll just, I'll suddenly get really annoyed. Because, like, it'll be in my face too much. And I'm like, no, time to cut it. What's your favorite color that you've ever done? Um, I had a dark green that I really liked. Ooh, that sounds cool. But it's sort of fun doing half and half, too. I know. I notice you do, like, the half and half. But that's cool, though. Do you think after you see The Last Jedi, you're probably going to dye it Holdo pink? (laughs) I mean... That might be my next color. It'd have to be a while because I'd have to wait for this current one to fade. Because, I mean, I could bleach my roots, but bleaching out the the color is actually really, really hard. Mm. Like, you can leave bleach on for a long time, but you'll still have, like, streaks of, of blue and purple. And if I want to do a pastel color like hers is, I've, I, I have to start with, like, a clean slate. Hmm. So it's probably going to be a while before I can do that. Dude, you should cosplay it. Her the next celebration. Oh my god, she's amazing. I mean, but maybe she's not. Maybe she's terrible. <laughs> I hope I don't hate her because I'm so in love with her right now. <laughs> oh man, I God, I don't know what I'm gonna think about this movie. Like I, like Rusty and I are already starting to plan. Like we're we're going to, like one of those theaters where it's like it's not the it's like the first come first serve. So we're already doing the all right. We're gonna get here at twelve, get something to eat. You know, just sit here in our lawn chairs. Like it's just so exciting. Like it's coming up so fucking fast. I can't believe it. Oh my god, I know that day at work is gonna be so hard, dude. I I had to request it off. I <laughs> I just don't work on those days because I just like I. I'm not at work when, you know, thinking about something like that. Like, even, like, the day before, I'm always like, "Uh, do you have any, like, pre-rituals before seeing a Star Wars movie? Nope. Especially now, because, like, all the theaters, like, I go to are reserved seating. So it's sort of like, I'm just going to go see Star Wars. That's fun. But, uh, anyways, uh, Emily. Yes. You uh, watched some Clone Wars. I did watch some Clone Wars. Um, let me try. Okay, so the first episode is one 
where Ahsoka's lightsaber gets stolen. And then there's this old sheep-looking Jedi who helped her get it back. And he's constantly telling her that she needs to, like, slow down and be patient. And I guess that's, like, the theme of the episode. Um, I didn't like the sheep dude. He was really annoying. I don't know his name. But he's an old Jedi guy who looks kind of like a cheap camel horse thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I can't. The names in Clone Wars just aren't going to happen for me. Unless they're on like, you know, like if I see them in like five or six episodes in a row, I might know their name. Otherwise, it's just going to be a description of what they vaguely look like or what they sound like. <laughs> Um, but then the ones I watched two more after that, and it's the oh. start of the first like um Mandalore stuff with Obi-Wan's old flame Satine? Yeah, Satine. Oh my god, I got a name. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Duchess Satine and uh Previsla. Previsla, who I was just referring to as the guy who sounds like John Favreau, and then I realized it actually was John Favreau. <laughs> I didn't know that for like the longest time that was John Favreau. Like, I was like, I really like his voice, and it sounds kind of familiar. Like, I didn't know that he did a lot of voice acting for Star Wars. Like, I, uh, that's really cool. I, he does everything. Yeah. It was so funny because, you know, I never, I didn't think that John Favreau's voice was a voice that I would be able to identify. But as soon as he started talking, I'm like, oh, why that guy? Why does that guy sound like John Favreau? And it, like literally in my notes, he's just referred to as dude who sounds like John Favreau. <laughs> and then I finally looked it up and I'm like, oh, that might be why. <laughs> but Aww. yeah, and so the, you get like the um, because the planet is one of the ones who's trying to not get involved with in either war. side of the war. And Satine is like, like hardcore, like pacifist, like leave us the fuck alone. We're not doing this. But there are these rumors that she's secretly working with the separatists. But of course, she's not. It's like these other dudes. And there's the um, Previsla, who is turns out to be like the head of Death Watch, which is like they're like basically terrorist organization he wants to overthrow Satine's government and go back to like Mandalore's old ways of I guess fighting a lot these are okay like honestly I didn't mind these episodes except for the number of times they say death watch which is I mean they say it a lot but I liked Satine and I liked her interactions with Obi-Wan, even though Obi-Wan is a huge dick for most of the time. But mostly I liked Anakin watching the two of them. Because Anakin pretty much instantly is like, hey, you guys used to bone, didn't you? I mean, he doesn't say it like that because it's, you know, a family cartoon. But... And he's just sort of amused by their interactions the whole time, which I liked. 
And there is a line that Obi-Wan has where he's like, if you had told me to, I would have left the Jedi Order to be with you, which I thought was a nice touch for the character. Yeah, I just think that out of all people to like kind of like have a thing with someone, Obi-Wan would have been like the last person you would have thought of. And I think, you know, Anakin expressing that was really interesting. Like when I first heard um, that when I was watching the Clone Wars, of course, that Obi-Wan had like a romance. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The fuck is this? But I don't know. Like, I feel like their relationship was beautifully shown in the Clone Wars, especially, you know, like from the beginning, like, I really like Satine and I like that she's a pacifist and like all this like different stuff. Like she's a lot different than, you know, other characters we've had in star Wars. And I don't know. I like the whole Mandalorian arc, you know, with the death watch and everything. And I do kind of agree that they (laughs) say the death watch a lot. Death watch. Death watch. Death watch. It's a terrible name. (laughs) <laughs> that should be our thing just every now and then we just yell death watch the best thing is you have to yell death watch you can't just say death watch it's death watch with like five exclamation marks death watch <laughs> it sounds like i'm saying sasquatch ah <laughs> uh, no i like satine i liked how much like shit she gives obi-wan yeah she's not passive at all and i really liked that yeah, like she like basically like hates Obi Wan like kind of in the, like kind of in the beginning. I didn't like that. Like the, she she got there and she was like, "Oh, it's Obi Wan. So glad to have you here." Not. Yeah, and I just I think I'm I'm looking forward because I know there's more episodes with her, and I'm looking forward to watching them more than I normally am looking forward to watching this show. Um. So you watched that one, the intro with Satine. What other ones did you watch? Did you watch the one where, uh, I think the very next episode, they were all like on a ship or something? I think, let's see. I watched the first two episodes with Satine. Because there, I watched, I mean, there was the lightsaber one, and then there's two in a row that are about her. I noticed the next one was about her too. I I think this, because it's sort of blend together, the ones with her. But I think the, the second one was where, like somebody's trying to kill her. Oh, okay. And, oh, and there's the yeah, it is on the ship because there's these like robotty spider assassin droid things. One thing that I kind of hate about Star, well, not that I hate about Star Wars, is that like when they don't know what to do, they're like, "Oh, I have an idea. Let's try to kill the girl." <laughs> like I just, I hate that they so much. Like. They do, and especially episode two when someone's trying to kill Padme. Like, I think about the Attack of the Clones sometimes, like, how the plot could have not, like, been better. Like, what they could have done with Padme other than, oh, Count Dooku's trying to kill her. Because why I, – I still kind of don't understand, King Tom, question for you. Why did everyone still want to kill Padme? Like, she was just a senator, like, was she, what the fuck was she doing? Like, why were people trying to kill her? Why were bounty hunters? Like, why did a Jedi have to come in and protect her? Like, it's Padme. She can fucking protect herself. Well, I think, I think that's one of the things that bothers me is it's not even necessarily the story about people trying to kill her. Is that the story of people trying to kill her isn't her story. 
it's Anakin's story. And, you know, in this one, like, it's Obi-Wan's story. And that's annoying. Like, I get that they're, like, the main characters, but if, you know, if you're going to have a a story about an assassination attempt, like, it should be about that person. Yeah, it's... I I know. Yeah, because instead it's, like, it's about... Like Anakin's, like angst over it all, you know. Yeah, like I would really enjoy like seeing like the point of view of like Padme and Satine like better, especially Padme, like because she's just my favorite. I I that's why like I'm really excited for that Padme novel that's possibly coming because we don't really get to hear a lot like from Padme. Like sure, you know, we see her in the movies and everything, but seeing like her point of view, like in a book that's could probably be around two, 300 pages. Like that's my heaven. Like that's a character that I've loved since the very beginning that I got into star Wars. Like I would watch attack of the clones all the time as a kid because, you know, watching their love story and seeing Padme and seeing how badass she was and, you know, her beautiful outfits and, know her work in the senate like i loved seeing all of that and that's something that i'm gonna see in a book like just about her what she thinks what she's doing like the mind of padme like i'm so excited for that yeah i think it's a really good opportunity to explore that like character more and really do her justice so i hope it's good yeah i'm happy that you've been you enjoyed uh the mandalore death, death watch <laughs> I love us. <laughs> we just both said it at the same time. <laughs> death Watch. But yeah, other than Death Watch saying Death Watch like a hundred times, did you enjoy that arc? Um, I mean, I liked Satine more than I cared about the other stuff. Um, maybe... I'll start to like it more when we go into the Mandor stuff a little bit more in depth. But for now, I'm like, okay. I didn't hate it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Other than the um, sheep Jedi. Well, yeah, but that was yeah that yeah that was annoying. But that was before the Mandalore stuff. And that episode was mostly them like chasing things. Yeah, I feel like that was like a good episode. Because after that, you kind of see Ahsoka, uh, like, she starts to kind of slow down. And this is the point where she starts learning. Like, take some notes, Ezra. This is the part where Ahsoka does something wrong and she learns from her mistakes to become a better Jedi. Like, this is the very beginning of that. And that's why, you know, I appreciate those little episodes where she fucks up and, you know, she gets punished. But then, you know, she learns something at the very end. But, yeah. Decent episodes, I guess. Other than Sheep Jedi. I don't remember his name. Let me find it. It started with an, I think it started with an S. Snoob? (laughs) Snoob. S-I-N-U-B-E. Look, it's the sheep-looking guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, anyways, 
Um, let's move on to our top three this week. So if you guys have any top three recommendations, email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com. And this week we have, again, an email from Rashad. Kind of, he did one last week and he's doing one again this week because he's awesome. And he has a top three that says top three most ridiculous theories regarding the last jedi snoke theories race parentage rumored scenes etc as you can tell my anticipation for last jedi is palpable now and i've got it on the brain 24 7 tongue face (laughs) may the force be with you your friend rashad thank you rashad but yeah, Emily, what are your top three most ridiculous theories regarding Last Jedi? Oh man, let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with any blank is Ezra theory. Um, so whether that's DJ is Ezra or Snoke is Ezra, um, those are dumb. I don't like them. And if DJ turns out to be Ezra, then I can no longer have a crush on him, and that would make me sad. Because I really, really like him. I don't like the Ray as a Kenobi story. Because uh, I think you have to like would have to shove way too much stuff into like flashbacks or the past to make that work. And I think it would be weird and not good. And this is one the one that I read when I was specifically looking for shitty theories. And it was that Ray doesn't really have a family, like the same way that Anakin was like oh, God. a virgin birth. Like so it was like and the theory is that like Snoke like manipulated Midichlorians in order to create her. And first of all, I, I don't I don't really think we're ever going to hear the word midichlorians again in Star Wars because it was not popular. But that idea, I hate it so much. I think that's maybe my least favorite of all of the stupid theories. I think anything first off that Mike Zero puts out. that's a shitty theory like one day i was really bored and i'm like i'm gonna check out this mike zero guy that everyone just keeps talking about and i swear it's like this guy he's like he looks like he's about 19 like sitting in his room and it's all green for some reason he's like hi guys it's mike zero today we're gonna talk about the last jedi i have some inside information that snoke is abbreviated for Sith no one knew existed. And this is why I think that that is Snoke. Because Snoke, yeah, you know, it goes on. I think that one's, like, the most cringe. Because... Yeah, that's pretty bad. Why? Like, why would Snoke be the Sith no one knew existed? Like, why would Lucasfilm do that to us? Like... They know that we'd shit on that. 
No, but that's not. I mean, Star Wars has some fairly bad character names, but I mean, come the fuck on. It's not going to be an acronym. Like, uh, 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 but. Another one is that DJ is an acronym for Dark Jedi. I hate that so much. And I hate that people were like yelling at us about it. Like, this is what it means. He's a Dark Jedi. I love I love the idea that that would be like, you, like calling yourself that. It's, it's just so dumb. I'm glad that the pop or the Funko Pop came out with like the Arabish that says don't join so like we know what that it means now like I would have been it would have been really weird if like that was kind of like kept secret for a long time but don't join but I wonder what his like actual name is because I don't know how I feel about DJ because when I think of DJ I think of DJ Tanner from Full House so okay I think from Roseanne I think that's the difference in our ages (laughs) (laughs) another one is that ray is a palpatine ew that one kills me i remember like about a year ago rusty came in my room he's like britney i just watched this amazing ray theory (laughs) oh my god rusty and i gave him so much shit and then like now he's like yeah I don't know. I don't think that she's a Palpatine. But no, like I got so much shit from my family when The Force Awakens came out because they were like, who's Ray?" And I'm like, "Ray's a nobody. And they're like, bullshit, Brittany. Ray has to be someone. I'm like, she doesn't have to be anyone. She She's Ray. Like, that's my Ray theory. And the whole Ray's a Kenobi. How the fuck would she be a Kenobi? Like, how there's no way in hell that obi-wan had a secret relationship on tatooine one because satine was his one and only true love like obi-wan's not the guy to get sad and fuck someone because he's sad and on a planet alone like it's obi-wan no there's no way that he has a grandchild named ray in the palpatine thing palpatine's really dead there's no way (laughs) that he's banging people or bringing people to life like how apparently he did that with Anakin he created I don't know I still don't know about the Anakin thing and I feel like no one does but yeah I or my favorite one is Han and Leia had like a secret kid or something or Leia had like a secret kid or something which I don't know I actually I don't know how I feel about that one like that Han was gone for a while and she had a kid um, here's the thing, is even if she would do that, which I don't think she ever would, uh, Leia, like, g- like, giving up her kid? N- no. No fucking way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I understand, like, why she would do it, because, you know, she was adopted, and, you know, whatever happened with, like, you know, her parents and everything, but her parents were dead, basically, and that's why Obi-Wan, Bail, and Yoda were like, all right, we need to find a home for these kids. And then Bail, of course, was like, hey, uh, we've always wanted a daughter, but... Like, what's the idea there with, with her being Leia's kid? Leia did it because she didn't want... She's not going to give up a kid to, like, keep an affair secret. Like, that's pretty fucked up. That would have some really bad things to say about her as a character. 
Oh, I mean, it wouldn't be an affair. It would be that, you know, it's Han's kid, but just Han didn't know about it. Like, maybe at that point, their marriage was, like, really shitty. And you don't give up a kid because you don't like your husband. <laughs> I don't know. It's That's the thing about Leia. Is that- Especially since they, at that point, would already have had a kid. There's no way, like... I don't even like. I'm not even like. I don't know who I'm arguing against since you also don't believe this. But the idea of Leia like g- giving up a daughter just because it was like inconvenient or something is so fucked up. That's true. I don't know though. I feel like I. I love how we're all getting heated on these stupid theories. I'm trying to think of like one that just like sincerely pisses me off. I mean. You're welcome to have your own theories, but some of them just are really shitty. Like, Ray being a Kenobi, like, fuck you. If you- <laughs> no, that's really mean. But I don't, just try to explain it to me, like, professional, or just try to make me think that Ray is a Kenobi. Like, it's impossible. Even though Obi-Wan Kenobi is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, like, there's no way in hell I'm going to believe that he had a kid, and then that kid had a kid and had Ray. It would also just be bad movie making because you'd have to fit all of that into these movies. And there's, it would be such a weird, like, retcon thing to do. I mean, you would either have to, like, jam in some terrible exposition of, oh, there was a secret relationship that you never knew about. And then, that character had a kid and then that character had another kid. I'm like, that's just bad storytelling. Yeah. I don't know. In Star Wars, like that's the one thing they're good at is good storytelling. And they're not going to just be like, everyone's related. It's all connected. I don't think they're going to really pull that in this movie. Like I know we're going to find something out this movie, kind of like mind blowing. And I'm trying not to think about it because I just like want to be like surprised, and I don't, I don't want it to be something that oh, I could have figured that out myself. Like something as surprising as you know Vader being Luke's dad. Like I want to be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, which is why I'm going on lockdown right after the LA premiere Star Wars because oh, definitely I know there are people out there who are just gonna put it on Twitter or. They're going to, like, tag people in a post and be like, hey, this happens. Like, I know that an asshole is going to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks, Rashad, for the top three recommendation. We are going to get into our emails and Twitter questions because Emily and Pablo Hidalgo are now best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right. So here, I'll read um, Andy's. Our good friend Andy. Hi, Andy. He says, hey, it's Andy. Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. My question is, will we see a droid fight between BB-8 and BB-9E? And who would win? I might have an idea of Emily's choice. Cheers. I wonder what he thinks for you. I here yeah I was wondering this too. I think he thinks <laughs> that I am going to be going for uh BB9E cuz I like the dark side. Mm-hmm. But I mean I don't know. I got I mean we already know BB8 
And I love I love BB-8 a lot. And we don't know little BB-90 yet. And I like her. And I think I'm going to like her a lot in the movie. But if they fight, I mean, I don't know. What's going to happen? Like, what could happen? I want them to fall in love and it to be like a Romeo and Juliet <laughs> story. Except instead of it ending in tragedy, they like go off and be happy together. Roll off into their little happy roll off into the sunset yeah (laughs) i only dream of that to roll off into the sunset with my true love (laughs) 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 i'm so on disney brain where i feel like everyone's gonna have a happily ever after i was at a fucking castle for six days which was beautiful but um yeah, I don't think BB-9E will be in the movie a lot. I don't think so either. Like, it's going to be like those death troopers. Everyone's like, oh my god, they're so cool. Like, they're only in the film for like, there are Mendo's pals, and then uh, they were on the beach in Scarif, killing everything, because they're death troopers. Death. But... Death watch! <laughs> but... I don't know, maybe 3PO will get in a fight with someone because 3PO and R2 always bicker like they're old married couple. I don't I don't know if we'll get a lot of 3PO in this. I feel like as the movies progress, like we're gonna get less and less of 3PO. Yeah, I can see that. That this seems like not like phasing him out completely, but having some of that focus shifted to new characters. Mm-hmm. I almost hate asking this question, too, because it's really sad. But what's going to happen to 3PO now? Like, who's going to own or be 3PO's, like, master? Because, you know, at first it was Luke, and then Leia, and then do you think Poe will take custody of 3PO? Maybe, or maybe, depending what happens with Holdo. Like, if, if Holdo survives this movie and sort of steps into... Leia's role. Hmm. Maybe. I'm trying to think of other droids we might get in this film or like any droid fights. I'm excited to see those gorilla walkers though. Like they just they they sound and look really cool. I'm I'm still I mean, I still don't quite know how I feel about them cuz I like them in the trailer but I need to like fully see them in action. That's funny. Uh, wait, what's funny? I don't know. I don't know why I said that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think because I was like thinking something I was about to say. And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> wow. You're very engaged in this podcast. I feel listened to. I feel loved. No, Emily, I love you so much. <laughs> Yeah, gorillas. I like how like their their front legs kind of look like gorillas. Like they're like bent, so they have the yeah, like the, the walking on the knuckle sort of thing. Okay, I'm I'm literally like doing my hand motion, like like. <laughs> oh my god! I just did it too. Uh, I don't know why I do that. Oh. Uh. 
God, wait. No, um, I was... I was saying because I just found out why I was saying that's funny because I was listening while I was on the plane back home. I was listening an episode and now this is podcasting and they were talking about Canto Bite and Jason said something like, yeah, when Emily and Brittany do their podcast, they should wear Canto Bite police hats. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I want one. I know because they're talking about there's like going to be like officers or something. Yeah. Probably. Well, I don't know if that's really a spoiler, but I mean, yeah, every casino probably has some officers there. So he was like, yeah, Brittany and Emily should like wear like their little little police department hats from Canto Bite. And I was like, damn, I really want one of those. Yeah, I do too. If anybody knows where we can find them, like if anybody's selling them on Etsy or anything like that, let us know because I will totally do that. I will sit here alone in my depart in my apartment talking into a microphone wearing a stupid fucking hat. <laughs> I only have a couple of like police department hats because my dad's a retired cop. Oh, okay. so, like- <laughs> See, <that's- laughs> I had forgotten that for a second. I'm like, that's <laughs> that's a weird thing, Brittany, but <laughs> but I don't know. They're nice hats. Like they're I I love hats, like Star Wars hats. I love, I love the the hats, all the hats. <laughs> Give me the hats, because I'm really pale and I burn easily. So like, obviously hats they protect me from the sun. So I I like hats. I don't know where I'm going with. Okay, that. so we also <laughs> got some questions on Twitter because I. <laughs> I said I would answer any questions that were tweeted at us while we were recording. Um, so let's see what questions we got on Twitter. Oh, here's a question from somebody named Brittany. <laughs> she's, she's probably really weird. Like, I wanted to answer that uh, question if I were you. If you were stranded on an island with DJ and Mendo and had to eat one of them to stay alive, who would you eat? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, I mean, look, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah, I totally want to fuck DJ, but there's no comparison between DJ and Mendo because Mendo is Mendo and Mendo is like his own level, <laughs> like completely separate from everybody else. Also, I feel like Benicio Del Toro has a little bit more like meat on him. Not that he's like fat or anything or even close to it, but... I feel like Mendo would be quite bony. And so if you're going to have to eat somebody, you want to eat the person who would give you more food. So that would be DJ. Would you fuck him first and then eat him? I mean, that seems that seems like maybe a little bit rude. <laughs> or maybe it's like, hey, do you want the last thing you do before you get eaten to be sex? I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, in this picture, he looks like he's down for it. <laughs> uh, but I want you to answer this question after The Last Jedi, too. Okay. Just to see, like, I, if your yeah. answer differs. I can't imagine that it will. But we'll see. I mean, it'd have to be a really impressive role for it to beat Mendo. I mean, he also doesn't have a cape. I know someone that has a cape, though. (laughs) Kylo Ben. Kylo Ben. 
does whatever a Kylo Ben does. Can he swing his lightsaber? No, he can't. He's just a Ben. Look out! <laughs> I don't know. Everything? Are, are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I just haven't recorded in a while. Also, I don't think you understand how rhyming works. <laughs> I literally just came up with that song right now. Like I'm, I'm trying to like put up the. I'm trying to look at, or I'm pulling up Twitter to like look at the uh-huh. uh, questions that people sent. And I was just thinking about Kylo Ben, and I'm like, that kind of like Spider Man. So I was like, okay. Kylo Ben. But yeah, I can't really rhyme. Rhyming is a, I I can't like rap or I can't think fast. Like that's my downfall is I just can't think fast. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed my song. Please tell me if I should do more or just stop. Okay. <laughs> the next question that we got on Twitter is from Dom. Hi, Dom. What are the ch- oh, what are the chanskis? Because this was all because of King Tom in a way that's too convoluted for me even to explain. But what are the chanskis that will see what porgs look like when they're asleep? Okay, we're absolutely going to see some sleeping porgs. Like yeah. I am like ninety nine percent certain that we'll see sleeping porgs, and they'll be friggin' adorable. And then they'll like be woken up by like a lightsaber fight or some blasters, and they'll be grumpy and even more adorable. I'd love to see like what they look like like as they wake up, like the little yawn, the little tired pork, just tired, the porks, a little the sleepy pork. Yeah. Oh, did you get? Have you gotten any more porks in the last week? Um, I think I'm waiting until the last Jedi. Okay get more porgs because i haven't really seen any new ones like i saw one from nordstrom and um i saw another one where um it's you can like put it on your car it's like the suction cups yeah it's one of those like shots like the suction cup like garfields and stuff yeah and then it comes like a little thing on the back that says uh porg on board or something yeah like the baby on board but yeah I'm waiting. I'm hoping that there's going to be more Porg merch, like, after The Last Jedi. The one thing I really do want is that uh, that pin with R2-D2 and the Porgs. Yes! Because it is adorable. I saw that in the park, and I almost got it. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I love that pin. God, they have so much Porg shit at Disney. Oh, I'm like, sure. Overflowing with Porgs. Like, I I don't know if just people just don't know what it is, but I saw a bunch of kids like gravitating towards the porgs. No, but it was really funny because I was walking at a Star Tours for I think it was like the third or fourth time that I wrote it. And this kid grabs a Chewbacca stuffed animal and she's like, look, mom, it's a hamster. (laughs) 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 Chewbacca does not look like a hamster. He's a Wookiee. I don't know. I think if I but, had a hamster, I might um, name it Chewbacca. <laughs> oh man! But um, I think there is there's going to be a lot of chanskis that we'll see a sleeping pork. Yes. Let's see. All right. Then from King Tom himself, Ooh. who would win in a fight? Ten pork-sized Mendos or one Mendo-sized pork? 
And let's see. Okay, there were a couple of follow-ups from this one. So let me let me so so that we have all of the circumstances about this fight. Because Dom asked, does the pork have a cape? And King Tom declared that the fight is for the cape and for DJ's hat. And then Dom asked, is the pork taking the ten tiny Mendo capes and making it into a big one? To which Tom replies, I would not presume to tell a battle-hardened Mendo-sized pork with a taste for blood what to do with the spoils of battle. <laughs> to which Dom said, management's not for everyone, Tom. Okay, so we yeah, have... My friends. God, it's fucking amazing. So we have ten pork-sized Mendos <laughs> and one Mendo-sized pork, which is actually fucking terrifying um because my whole like fear of bird things like the porgs get around it because they look like penguins and penguins are an okay bird but big big things like ostriches and emus (laughs) and that kind of shit like freak me right the fuck out and i think a giant person saw like a six foot tall porg terrifying but my money is still on the 10 little mendos because they would like build a fucking like Death Star or like Porg Destroyer weapon and would totally kill the Mendo sized pork. Maybe a couple of them would die in the process, but they would be victorious in the end. And so they would keep their capes and I guess <laughs> DJ's hat, which they could like use as a boat or something. <laughs> boat yeah that's actually a good idea but i think i want to go with the mendo sized porg because i feel like he would eat the 10 porg sized mendos but i mean the pork's not like i mean it's not like one bite i mean 10 porg sized mendos that's about six inches tall or uh the porg is about let's see i'm looking at dave filoni right now and i think they advertise him as a life-size porg so yeah I, I that's a couple bites i almost want to get rusty in here because rusty is six foot and seeing him next to dave filoni dave filoni is my porg by the way i named him after dave filoni but and i put a star wars hat on him because he needed a stupid hat but i don't know i I wonder how much the pendo- Mendo-sized pork would weigh. That's also a big factor. Because oh, we don't know how dense the porgs are. Yeah, that's the thing. We also don't know how intelligent they are. Dude, they look pretty fucking intelligent. To- no, they look kind of like dodo birds. I mean, I certainly don't think they're like, like, I don't think they're like raven smart. Or like crows that are like, remember people and take revenge on them. But, um... No, I'm still going. I'm going for the little Mendos. Because 10 is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But, you know, maybe the Mendo-sized Porg is smarter and, like, knows the weaknesses of all, like, the little the little Mendos. Because Mendo has a weakness, and it's his faith in the Death Star. So 
all those little mangoes. But I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they could. I mean, the thing is, he was right about the Death Star. Like, I mean, he got, you know, he was overconfident in terms of keeping in control of it. But it was super fucking effective. It was for only a day or two. Yeah, but I, I mean, in that time, you know, destroyed two planets, basically. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying you could kill one porg with it, even if it was a large porg. Yeah, and I just want to say a quick shout out to Colleen. Thinking about you in these times of we're talking about porgs fighting each other, or Mendo and porgs. Yeah, but this is like a giant, like, bloodthirsty porg. Maybe he still likes cuddles. Maybe he's like, maybe he's like Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird's kind of creepy, though. What? I never really connected. I never watched Sesame Street as a kid. What? Yeah. I never really watched what? it. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. You were a child growing up in America. How did you know what fucking Sesame Street? I watched the, great, the greatest TV show of all time. I don't know. I don't really remember watching a lot of uh, Sesame Street. Like maybe when I was like really little. But I'm trying to think of the things that I just like remember watching. Um. Yeah. What? I know. Like, I know who everyone is, and I know that the cookie monster really likes cookies, and then um, one guy looks like a vampire teaches you how to count. count. He's the Count. He's Count Von Count. <laughs> and he is a vampire. Hence, that's why he counts, because there's a lot of vampire legends that are about, um, like, vampires having extreme, like, OCD when it comes to shit. So in some cultures, like the way to get a one of the ways you can get away from a vampire is to like scatter ga- uh, grains of rice because the vampire will have to stop and count all the grains of rice. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but that's why he's count on count and um, Snufflavagus and Tally Monster and Oscar the Grouch and Burton Ernie and Grover, who is the greatest Muppet of all time. Yeah, he's a good one. Oh, my God. And Sesame Street does all sorts of awesome, like, parodies of shit. Like, they just did a Stranger Things one, which was great. And they've done, like, Mad Men. And of all things, there's this old, like, Twin Peaks one that they did, which is insane and, like, actually, like, genuinely kind of creepy. But Sesame Street is one of mankind's greatest achievements. And I'm very sad for your childhood now. I mean, I watched some good stuff. I watched, um, who's that guy that in the neighborhood? Mr. Are you talking about Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. Okay. Um, All right. That's good. Yeah, Mr. Rogers is good. Blue, Blue's Clues. <sighs> okay. Barney. I was big on Barney. Ugh. 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 I know. And I would watch a lot of Animal Planet. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Really like Steve Irwin. This is very upsetting. I mean, I can still go back and watch all the episodes of Sesame Street. I mean, that could be a segment on here. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't even know the Ladybug Picnic song. <laughs> I don't know what that is. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and the ladybug came to the ladybug picnic. I've never heard that before. They all jump rope, but the rope rope it broke, so they all sitting round telling knock knock jokes at the ladybug's twelve. The ladybug picnic. Now that's gonna be in my head for a week. It's gonna be in my head when I'm when I'm editing this. <laughs> no. One, two, three, four. I, I feel like that part sounds familiar, but yeah, there's just, I don't know. Didn't the cookie monster, didn't they like demote him into like the vegetable monster or something? And then people got no, pissed I off. Mean, I mean, there was some of that. I, like that's one of those things that sort of just was a clickbaity headline where I believe there was like an actual little bit of stuff where it was trying to be not just cookies, but he still ate cookies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still, he's still cookie monster. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to questions that are at least somewhat about Star Wars. Okay. We got one from Andy, who asks, what color title text should they do next for episode nine? Like yellow, Force Awakens, and red, The Last Jedi. Um, I think it's purple. Okay. I'm going to go with, it's got to be green or blue. Ooh, green. We haven't seen green. I like that. Ignite the green title colors. That'd be cool. I believe, yeah, that's the end of the questions. Yeah. So thank you to people who wrote us questions. Yeah, man. I really enjoyed that. The new Pablo Hidalgo, Emily Lind. Even though Tom will forever be our king Pablo. But yeah, thanks everyone. We had a fun time answering your questions and going off into a side tangent about birds and oh sisters. shit what i just um i wanna print from um michael who does uh 800 pound productions oh shit yeah i, I won it's the um the 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 poor porgo print with the and the oh my god it's so awesome and Yay! i want a pork pin oh my god you wanted the pork pin Oh, oh my god! Congrats! Oh my god, that's awesome! Like this happened just now. Uh, um, it happened an hour ago, but I had been on the Canto Bite Twitter and not my own Twitter. Breaking news! That's awesome. Okay, sorry. I'm now I'm distracted. <laughs> I mean, that's a good reason to be distracted. Like, you won something. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, like, I was like, why do I have like twenty notifications? <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, yeah, that uh, that was our episode. I'm so happy to be back. Like, this was so much fun recording. Like, I, I had a great time at Disney, but, you know, being with you and talking about Star Wars, like, I love it. Makes me happy. Yes. This is what I like doing. Um, So this will, I mean, the episode after about this one will probably come out a couple of days early if we can. Yeah, because it'll be before we see the last Jedi, so we don't want to release it after we see the last Jedi. So this episode will come out on Friday, like usual, and then the next one will be whenever we can get it up, but maybe like Wednesday. Yeah, I can do that. All right, and then we'll have some special after we see the Force Awakens. Not the Force Awakens. We've already seen that. <laughs> Go back in the future. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you know episodes about the last Jedi. And so, you know, people email us at 
cantobitepod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at cantobitepod. You can find me on Twitter at EFLind. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter as CantoBrit. Oh, and we are now on SoundCloud if you like listening to things that way. Yeah. Fun little change. Yeah, you can listen to us on there. All the episodes are up. So if if suddenly your uh, podcast app downloaded a bunch of old episodes, sorry about that, but we were switching servers and sometimes that happens. Like it, on my own thing, I was suddenly downloaded like the last 10 episodes. So apologies if that happened to you, but from now on, everything should be switched over and good to go. Yeah. And as always, thank you for listening to us ramble about things like Sesame Street. Yes. And random Netflix shows. And me wanting to fuck Benicio Del Toro. I want to find someone that in Star Wars that I... I, I want to find my Mendo. Like, I, I, I don't have my Mendo yet. Someday my Mendo will come. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.